welcome to the NWR Newscast, episode number Big 6-9. Alright. Alright. <laughs> yeah. For September 10th, 2011, that's 09, 010, 11. Uh, isn't that exciting? <laughs> Someone should launch a video game console on that date. What is going on? Dreamcast 2, I believe in it. With me this evening for the episode, we've got Mr. Mike Sklens. Hello. Mr. Zachary Miller. I'm still not dead. And with us all the way from uh, Indiana, I believe. Is that right, Mr. Scott Thompson? <laughs> yeah, uh, very good introduction. You started, sounded so certain at first, and then to like, eh, maybe? Maybe? <laughs> hey, is, is Indiana... I have a question for Scott. Is Indiana really like it is on Parks and Recreation? I'm like 80% sure her eyes are hazel. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's from Parks and Rec. I love um, that show, but I don't remember that line. It's it pretty much is, yeah. I, I live like just outside Illinois, so we're basically like a suburb of Chicago, but if you go like anywhere south or east of me, then yeah, that's probably pretty accurate. How close are you to South Bend? Uh a couple hours. You ever been to a game in Notre Dame? Uh no, but I've got plenty of friends who have. That's they excellent. Like it. Not time. anymore they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on this episode, we've got we've got four things to talk about. Four things on the agenda. First up, let's just jump into the deep end. Um, so it was announced yesterday. We actually lucked out because we're recording this on Wednesday, as opposed to our usual Tuesday recording, uh, which means we did not miss the big news when we uh, sat down to record. They're putting a second freaking circle pad on the 3DS, just like they predicted. They at that website. Like two weeks ago, yeah, right. three weeks ago. I heard uh, the mainstream media is calling it Circle Pad Gate. Circle Pad Gate. Yeah. The dream's over, guys. The 3DS yep. is the next virtual boy. Oh god, sell it. It's not sell already. It. Oh, <laughs> that <laughs> price is dropping and the system's getting bigger. <laughs> no, so yeah, they're 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 porting Monster Hunter Tri to the 3DS, which is not a bad thing in and of itself. Um, yes, and it is. The well. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on your opinion of that game, I suppose. Like, I never played it, but it looked it looked like it looked good. But it also looked like a game I would not ever have any any fun with personally. Um, but they're 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 selling the thing with a shell that you set your 3ds into that sure as hell has another circle pad to the almost directly to the right of the four face buttons. Brilliant. So. Um, but, you know, before we even get too far into this, why don't we just jump into a listener mail we got about this particular subject. Mike, take it away. Hi, this is from uh, James Troxel. He says, uh, is this some kind of joke? So first <laughs> I buy a 3DS based of, air quotes, guaranteed success and inevitable good software. Then they drop the price $80 and give 20 free games I either own or could play easily through other means. Not that he's condoning those means, listeners. He could, but he's not going to. I think he means to. the Play Choice Arcade system. Let's yes, or through legitimate used game sales. <laughs> then they announce this add-on, which means inevitable redesign. It's like they want to make the consumer lose confidence in them. Loose. Inevitable, loose. Sorry, he says loose, but I was correcting him. Inevitable <laughs> does redes- You screwed me just like <laughs> last week. You made me step into that. It's like they want to make them make the consumer lose confidence in them. Inevitable redesign means no one will buy it this holiday. Didn't we learn from the PSP, though 
I'm in the defense force for that system versus Nintendo DS that people don't want console experience on handhelds. They want something that fits the portable nature of these devices. The second stick isn't the key. At least last time it took them two generations to blunder away their success. This time they did it in less than one. Also, O1Net, that's the site that leaked all this, uh, is a prophet. Never doubt them or new our game, new game gods. Our I think new, our, our, yeah. Never doubt our, our O-U-R new game gods again. But seriously, Nerd Rage aside, is 3DS <laughs> ever going to be on the store shelves in two years? I mean, there are some cool games coming, but I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They've basically come out and said, we have no idea what we are, what we are doing or want, but please keep buying it. <laughs> Who is going to buy a 3DS now? They just undercut whatever momentum they had. This is worse than the 32X Sega CD thing. Plus, if they kill the... <laughs> That's a fairly apt analogy, actually. Plus, if they kill the platform, why would anyone buy its successor after this? At least I'll have some fun with Star Fox come Friday. I really wonder how Nintendo apologists are going to try and excuse this away. Love you guys. Please help me see that there is still hope. Well, unfortunately, Neil's not not here. (laughs) (laughs) You guys both took my joke at the same time. (laughs) It's all doom and gloom here, guys. Okay, (laughs) so let's let's break this down. Doomcast! I think saying it's worse than the 32X CD is probably pushing it a little bit. Um, But not not much. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, let's, let's break down this inevitable redesign thing. There, there was always inevitable redesign. We, we've learned oh, yeah. through the course of the last decade that that's, that's just how they roll. Consoles and um, handhelds. Everybody. Yeah, especially Nintendo and especially with, with their handhelds. It probably means it's sooner rather than later. Um, but w- what we don't know, the missing piece to this whole puzzle is really how re- required this is going to be on games that aren't called Monster Hunter Try. Right. Or not even required, but suggested. Is this going to be a uh, 3DS Motion Plus kind of thing? Exactly. Are they going to put this thing out? I mean, they have a history, to be fair, of putting out peripherals and then never supporting them. (laughs) So maybe they put out this peripheral for Monster Hunter, and then that's the only game that ever uses it. That kind of seems more likely to me right now than every game from that point forward relying on you having the second stick and gimping you if you don't, and then building it into a redesign. Um they will redesign the hardware. That's a given. They, they need to. Do it. They, yeah, they do need to. I mean, I'm... But I'm yeah, not... even when they redesign it, if this is like a one-off thing that like no games use, or maybe it's only specifically for Monster Hunter, they're not going to put it into a redesign anyway. They, they didn't build the Guitar Hero controller into the DSi. I mean, right, yeah. right. <laughs> that that's thing obviously with... way more specific. Well, is it though? I mean, this is... a second analog stick that's bundled with one specific game. I mean, sure, the analog stick has a lot more potential than Guitar Hero keys, but still, it's hardware built and marketed and sold with one game, as of right now. Now, this may be a thing they start putting with other games, and a thing they they start start building... If they start including it in the box of the system, then you know you're in trouble. Yeah, that's the point where you're in big trouble. And it's only supposed to be $10? It'll be more than that. Well, well the, from what the magazine article says, I know the magazine says ten dollars, but you, they're going to charge more over here. But the question is, can you get it alone for ten dollars, or is it just that there will be a ten dollars premium on the on oh, Monster Hunter because it comes back in? Yeah. yeah. What knows? about um, what about this uh this idea that this particular add-on is going to majorly undercut holiday sales? 
Is that is there anything to that? I don't no, see the, that the, the mainstream happening. consumer is not apt enough to even. Well, first of all, this like game this. is not coming out in the U.S. before the holiday. That's de- yeah, definitely, definitely not going to happen. You know what's going to um, drive all day sales, sales is software, of which there is none. Well, if <laughs> anything, Mario this Kart. is coming out in Japan. In Japan yeah, Mario Kart. Fucking, the Monster Hunter is not a franchise that people over here in America play, but that shit right. is fucking... They live and breathe it in Japan. Design. It gets custom PlayStation portables and, like, Game Boy, you know, it's custom Nintendo DSs and, like, fucking custom, like, whole game consoles, like, whole PlayStations that'll be a custom yeah. Monster Hunter version of the system. Like, it's a big fucking deal over in Japan. I can't think of a single... I can't think of a single IP Nintendo owns the rights to or has published on their console or handheld in recent years in the U.S. that would have the same kind of impact as Monster Hunter will in Japan. Monster Hunter like, is, like, as big as, like, when Dragon Quest... Like, Dragon Quest is still big in Japan, but there was a time when Dragon Quest was, like, the motherfucking video game in Japan. Right. And that's kind of where Monster Hunter is now. Like, maybe Call of Duty is, is as yeah. big. Yeah, or Madden. But even that's never... Like, <laughs> that's never going to be Halo. on a handheld. Yeah, maybe Halo, but I can't think of a single thing, a single product that Nintendo could realistically put on the 3DS in the United States and North America that would have the same impact that would require you to want to go out and buy a second analog stick Pikmin. to play it. You say Pikmin? <laughs> or Pokemon? Like, I said po- Pikmin. Even if you already okay. owned a copy of Monster Hunter on your PlayStation Portable, if they put out a new version of Monster Hunter with a special PlayStation Portable, even though you already owned one, yeah. you would buy a second one just to get the custom gold limited Monster Hunter Edition system, and then you would sell your old system for a loss. Like, yeah. that's how much, that's how big that franchise is over there. Well, and see, I, I think that speaks to um, just, I guess, the origin of this uh, second circle pad and the fact that perhaps, you know the people behind Monster Hunter just said, you know, if you want this on your system, we need a second stick, so you got to yeah. let us yeah. design and something, then... or you have to design something, and Nintendo's saying, hey, we'd like that money, and the 3DS needs sales, okay, go ahead and do it. Yeah. Maybe it won't even come out here, maybe it will be just for Monster Hunter. Like, it seems knows? like not many franchises, especially on a n- Nintendo console, especially on a Nintendo handheld, could demand that a special accommodation be made to the hardware for their game. But I don't think Monster Hunter Try sold very well over here. It didn't, but in Japan it sold well. Oh, yeah, in Japan like, sold so, Like, But it's because the game is from Japan and because the game is big in Japan, it would come out in America like this anyway. Well, and if it comes the, out. The complaint about the 3DS is that there hasn't been software. And Well, Nintendo asked for a Monster Hunter on the 3DS, and they said we'd love to if you let us put an analog stick on yeah. there. Actually, there's so, a perfectly I mean, good analogy to this. Um... When Monster Hunter Tri came out for the Wii, they wanted to make their game playable on a classic controller only, so Nintendo was forced to create a bundle of the game for people who did not have classic controllers. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the exact same, it's the exact same incident. They want, Nintendo wants this game, the guys don't want to make it with regular controls, they are saying, if you want this game, you're going to have to make an accommodation and make sure that everybody has a classic controller or that everybody has an extra circle pad on their DS. And Nintendo says, yeah, we would really like a mountain of money, so we'll say yes to that. <laughs> yeah. But no one else could demand that kind of respect and, and stuff from them. For what it's worth, when I first read about this second analog stick deal, I, I literally thought it was about the most ridiculous thing I'd ever read. And now that I've seen a picture of it, I, I can kind of see how it might work. It's so hideous. It looks ridiculous. It's so hideous. Yeah, it's just... Wow. What what a situation that they've gotten themselves into where this is where we're at. It just... I... 
flabbergasted in by six the months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, the problem is, I think the real fuel on this fire is that initial rumor report added a lot of fuel to this fire, saying that this is Nintendo trying to fix the 3DS. That sounds like something that somebody inferred when they wrote that rumor article. Yeah, it does. Like, it seems to me that this thing was always going to come out, and if the rumor had never come out, people would have just been like, oh, Monster Hunter Tri comes with this stupid accessory. Yeah. But instead yeah. it's like, this is the beginning of a new wave, and everything is going to be horrible from here on out because of this one thing, where had there been no rumor, nobody would be saying this at all right now. He says in his, in his email, didn't we learn from the PSP that, that uh, versus the, N, the DS that people don't want console experiences on handhelds, and the second stick isn't the key? And I... I I gotta say, like, that makes a lot of sense to me. That's one of the things, that's one of the core principles I took from the whole DS versus PSP um, competition. Yeah, people play console games on their console. And yeah, it's games like Kirby's Canvas Curse and games like Tetris DS and games like Brain Age that won the DS. It's it's mind share and market share. Professor Layton. Professor Layton, yeah, Nintendogs. These aren't games that you play on your on your PSD. PS2, PS3, PSP, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I want to play a new Uncharted game, but I really don't want to play it on the go. The second stick isn't the key. I don't. I don't think. I, I'd like to believe. I guess I should say that they're not relying on the second stick to be the key. It's just part of the puzzle. Yeah. It's just it, one piece. It is a complicated, complicated puzzle, and there are so many missing pieces right now. Yeah. I agree that I don't think Nintendo has any idea how to how, how, where to go from here. I think they're confused because the combination of Mario, Zelda, Mario Kart, and Kirby isn't getting them all the sales in the world like it used to. And they're Mario not, hasn't come out yet, and neither has Mario Kart. Well, no, but the buzz really isn't there either. Oh yeah, no, it's not. I don't. I'm, I don't. Fuck I don't you, think so. Luigi's Mansion Two is gonna be awesome. Maybe it's not if, there for me. Like, maybe I'm if not they feeling... had some of this shit out when the game lo- the system launched, you know, just. Putting it out there. The problem is that none of these games, Mario Kart 3D, Mario Kart 3D Land 7, um, uh, none, neither of those two games, those are, those are arguably the two biggest titles coming yeah. in the next six months, right? Mario Kart and Mario Land. Neither of those games feel even remotely different from games that I've played a lot of in the past couple of years. And it sounds like Mario Land 3D, whatever the hell it's called, um, is worse than... Well, that's what the that's what the reports are saying so far. But I'm willing to give the game, you know, a they'll get that they'll get that out. ironed out. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's a 3D Mario game, and I've played like five of them in recent memory. Um, and Mario Kart Seven is Mario Kart DS, but in 3D and with kites. And I don't know. We've had this conversation <laughs> so many times in the newscast. I'm I'm losing track of it. But at the end of the day, these games aren't generating excitement because these aren't new IP. These aren't new things. Uh, Meteo generated excitement because it was new. Kirby's Canvas Curse was a new idea. Um, so good. Ten Dogs, God bless it, was a new idea. Like, these are all slash elite beat agents. We're not getting. Yeah, God, no kidding. Um, Brain Age was a new idea. Even I was excited about Brain Age when I first heard about it because it was a new idea. Yeah. Nothing about Mario Kart Seven or Mario 3D Land 3D um, is new to me. It's just, I mean, it's not, it's not that it's bad. It's just not exciting. Yeah. They're taking a lot of Wii principles and just moving them down to a hand. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't want to be bitching about like games that I know will be excellent, but it's hard for me there's to nothing, get excited about that much new except for the 3d. Well, and I do, I do really appreciate the gyro controls in like aiming in Zelda is brilliant. Yeah. That is nice. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and the AR thing is a brilliant idea, but no one's using it. 
So. Anyway. I'm, uh, I'm still a little insulted that the two biggest games on the system are ports of 13-year-old N64 games. Yeah, that's a little disappointing. Every time that they point towards their biggest piece of software on the 3DS, it's a game that I played 11 years ago, and it's kind of hard not to notice that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great game, but... It's, it's a great game, though. but it was a great game in 1998, too. Um, I don't know. It it seems like it seems like kind of a petty thing to get irritated about, but at the end of the day, I'm just not that excited about my 3DS right now. Um, uh, I use it to check Twitter. That's about it. <laughs> I, uh, I I don't know if it's a product of this, just they've run out of ideas or ways to innovate, but... It seems like they've abandoned like all touchscreen functionality, like yeah. and, and just are focusing on 3D. Um, none of these like Nintendo first-party games, uh, except for Nintendogs, I guess, it's have really used menus, yeah. the touchscreen. You know, because the well, 3D... no, Steel we Diver uses it a lot. Does it? Okay. All of the controls, basically, all of the controls are mapped to the touchscreen in okay. that game. Like, if you want to raise and lower the submarine, you have to manually move this gigantic ballast knob. <laughs> okay, so but, but even but that's the even that even that's just like in place of a button press. You know, it, it's yeah. They want I, to know, feel I, more I feel like but I, feel I feel like a lot of the touchscreen stuff that I've seen on the 3ds so far is almost the buttons are are designed in such a way that it's encouraging you to use your finger on a capacitive. I'm sorry, not a capacitive on a resistive yeah, touchscreen. You're right. When that's clearly not the best idea in the world. Oh yeah, trying to touch that screen is terrible. But don't you think that the, the UIs have been specifically designed to encourage you to do that? Yeah, but if you make the big the round button big enough, it's not a yeah. If it's big enough, it's not going to be a problem. But that just sort of it's like I mean, like it's, ma- it's making you not even need to pull out your stylus, which is what you would do for touchscreen games. It, yeah, I'm really so many played. confusing designs. For Zelda, I just use messages. my thumb to select items in Zelda. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. But I remember, like, back on the DS, like, when I was playing um, Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow was the first one, and you have to, after you beat the bosses, you have to draw that seal oh, on the screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. When I, I, I would play with the stylus in this system, but then, like, when I got to, like, the, the lobby outside of the boss, I would take the stylus and out. hold it in my mouth so I could get immediate <laughs> access to it as soon as, yeah. like, okay, I just killed him, and I don't have to bother with flipping the stylus out because I've been holding it in my mouth for the past 15 minutes, and I can just grab it and draw the seal real quick and then pray to God that I don't screw it up for the fourth time in a row. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, I'm not even saying I wish they had made, made them more stylus-friendly buttons. I'm saying, if they want you, you to use your finger for the damn buttons, make it a screen that fits that design right. choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, because this system, the stylus on the system, and like the slot for it are designed so much better than the DS, like it never falls out, but I've probably only taken it out to like put in my credit card information when buying stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've never used the stylus, and it's so disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, even when I just have like the system on and I'm flipping through the main menu, I just slide it with my finger. Yeah. yeah. Is it worth well, bitching well. about the fact that it's a pressure-sensitive touchscreen instead of an actual modern touchscreen well, anymore? Well, that's what I was just saying, like yeah. capacitive versus resistive. That's the fancy word <laughs> right, for what right. you're saying. Yeah. It is worth bitching about because every other device on the planet that has touchscreen technology right now is capacitive. The only right. other thing I think of that has a resistive touchscreen in my house is the fucking universal remote control. I'm not <laughs> sure that might be capacitive. It did cost $250. Holy shit. Jesus. Wow. Like, it's not even about, well, my iPod Touch does it or my iPhone does it, so why doesn't my DS do it? It's not even that. Android phones do it. Um, iPad, you know, I think even, like, the, the, the e-readers, like the Nook Color and... Uh, the, yeah, yeah it's, they just, do. it's everywhere. That's the technology, the modern technology for touchscreen is capacitive. 
And I know, the, the, I guess the the talk was they they made it resistive because they wanted to you know ensure backwards compatibility with DS games. But I feel like there's not really See, an that's, issue. That's, Come that's on. A thing where, where, that's a thing where things where a lot of companies differ. Like that's like a very Microsoft thing to do is to hold on to the resp- you know hold on to the, the backwards compatibility and make sure it always works. Nintendo is always that same way. Whereas like a company like like Apple will just be like, well, we're done with that, so fucking exile it, and no, yeah. I don't care if everyone's using it. If, if we get rid of it, everyone will be forced to upgrade. Yeah, and then everyone yeah. always stays current. Well, let's move on from the circle pad nonsense. Unless you guys have any closing sentiments you wanted to add. Um. Well, I mean, I, I guess I just I don't think there's any reason to worry. I don't think there's a redesign coming immediately in the future. And if there is, I don't think a second circle pad is going to be included. I mean, that would just, I don't know, that would, like, segment segment the user base. And, like, I just don't see Nintendo doing that. You know, never they've there were a lot of DS iterations, but there was never a point where you couldn't play a, a store-bought game on one version of the DS and not the other. So, well, yeah. except, that my, except that my 3DS doesn't PictoChat. <laughs> well, there you go, yeah. There was those Guitar Hero games, and like Metroid Prime. But the, all again, the, games the Guitar Hero thing the is a third-party peripheral. So. Well, and Metroid Prime Pinball was the same deal. It had the uh, the vibrate pack, but that wasn't required, I suppose. Right. So I mean, you could. Yeah. Okay. So Guitar Hero was the one thing that got left out. But I just, I just calm down. I, I know it, it's shocking at first, and, and obviously Twitter fuels these things and makes it seem so much worse than it is. But I think with time, Nintendo's going to announce this. You know, whenever their next show is, which is what, like in a week. Two weeks? The 13th, like that, they're yeah. having okay. some big press conference. I, I would bet they'll talk about this. It, it'll be a one-off thing, or it'll be used rarely or optionally, and I think we're all going to be okay. We can still play the cross on our 3DS, <laughs> and it'll be fun. And uh, we're going to make it through, guys. We're going we're gonna to be all right. James Troxel, I, I hear your pain. I, I think there's reason to be concerned. I just don't think this is the reason to be concerned. I think there's plenty of reason to be a little yeah, concerned exactly. about the 3DS's future, but this is, this ain't it. Yeah. This is this is not a big deal. Well, shall we move on? Um, there was another uh, fairly big piece of news revealed just a, like a night or two ago. Um, Dragon Quest X, long ago confirmed for Wii, has been reconfirmed for Wii. I think they even gave it a name, although I'm blanking on what it is right now. Le- something of the five somethings online. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, sure there's a number and, a, and an of the in there somewhere. So, <laughs> blank of blank. Let's look blank it up. Of Wait, the waking of the five tribes, rise of the five tribes, something uh, of the five tribes. It's going to be an online game, which I think quest is basically the, quest of the six sons. There, I just made one. <laughs> See, <laughs> I think the idea with the online, from what I've read, it seems to be that. You can play it online with people, but it's not really an MMO. It's just sort of, if you play online with people, you guys yeah, can help one. each other Sorry. out. But... Sojourn of the 17 Bananas. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's pretty sad. I was thinking Slumber of the Seven Moons. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this for the rest of the show, guys. We could, have, we could make that choice right now, and we could just do this for 20 minutes if you want. I say, and I guarantee we're going to open the door, and we're going to get some careers out of this, needing games for Square. Secret of the three sequins. <laughs> um, they're making the game entirely playable offline, so you don't have to worry about you know playing an online game if you don't want to. Um, I'm kind of curious to see. This is kind of one of those things Wait, that I've been kind of curious sorry, about. Is Triumph of the Four Wins. <laughs> My God. So, Andy, it sounds like you're describing Monster Hunter Try. I don't know. I've never played it. Well, you can. it's an offline game, but you can play it online with people, and it's a little like easier well, to do. Well, my understanding of Monster Hunter is that it's largely a game that's 
cause a story aside to have you go collect loot. Yes. Dragon Quest has always been a story-heavy game, so I'm I'm guessing they're not abandoning that now, unless this is like a real Final Fantasy XI kind of deal. But I don't think it is. I think I think it's it's a narrative. I mean, I, this is all my speculation. I haven't read much about this yet, but Ozzie. my guess is it's a narrative-driven role-playing game where if you want to play online with people. You can, and you can help each other out, but it doesn't. It's it, you're playing in one person's story or the other. You're not playing in a persistent world. If I oh, had so guess. so more like Dragon Quest Nine. Yeah, maybe. I guess I never played that part of Dragon Quest Nine, but that that wouldn't surprise me since it's the same series. This game is actually being developed internally by Square Enix, as opposed to Level Five, who did the last few. Yeah. Uh, level uh, DQ Eight and DQ Nine. Uh, it's coming out on Wii and Wii U. Uh, the Wii U version is going to have, of course, better graphics. And I believe they're cross-compatible as far as online play is concerned. I think I read mm. that somewhere. Uh, the game is going to ship for Wii, probably, and the Wii U maybe as well, I guess, with a, a USB stick. That's going to allow for uh, post-release content like DLC and patches. Andy. Um, yeah. Uh, the version on the Wii, the world will be uh, reversed, mirrored. Oh, good. That's excellent. <laughs> So in case your your level two cleric is left handed now, he'll be right handed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I think they're they're aiming for a 2012 release in Japan, early 2012. Um, I'm not sure they've given really any dates for anything besides that. Let's see. Let me pull up the, uh, the article because of how well. It's certainly more exciting than Lego City Stories. Yeah, it's nice to have a second First game confirmed. confirmed isn't it? Game. <laughs> Wii U was for serious gamers, and our first game is from the <laughs> Imagineers at Lego. <laughs> according according but... to this article I'm reading uh, from a very quick Google search, it says that the game is going to have a subscription um, for the online play part of it. Uh, although, like I said, they don't, you don't have to play online, I guess, but um, there will be a subscription-based service for the uh, for the online portion. Wii U Gold. Wii U well, I was gonna say, do you guys remember when a few years ago when it like leaked or like? Some logos like slip that, like Nintendo, or maybe they even announced it at E3, but that Nintendo would have like a premium online service that you would pay for, like for certain games. I sure. remember hey. they were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. they put that. They put that red uh, logo on a few that different pay to games. Play. Yeah, yeah it's, okay. It's, it's basically their logo for DLC. What a great way! Oh. Like red, stop, go away, don't buy this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warning, warning. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess this will be the first like real. Use of that because to, Rock uh, Band does it. You can download songs on Rock Band. Right, right. But it's not According required. According to, uh, to, to this NeoGAF thread that I've just uncovered, uh, so, check, check out the full article at NintendoWorldReport.com, but according to this <laughs> NeoGAF thread I'm looking at, um, the Wii version is going to be released in 2012, and there's no current date for the Wii U version. Oh. Um, but the world will be the same in the Wii U version uh, as the Wii version, so you don't have to worry about the game being all that different. Um so, well, why yeah, would you it, buy the Wii version if the Wii U version's around the corner? Because maybe you don't think you're going to buy a Wii U. Uh, I guess not. Uh, but yeah, isn't, isn't the Wii U just a different controller? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is the controller the system? Basically, <laughs> basically, you take your old Wii and you put a television on top of it. Right. And then you have a Wii U. <laughs> um, speaking of screens that use the old uh, touchscreen technology of the DS, doesn't the Wii U controller use that? Yeah. Yes. I would kind of be surprised if that's not redesigned next time we see it. 
I, I will pay. not be surprised if it stays the same. <laughs> I wouldn't. I have to believe they're listening to feedback after, after taking a pay cut for the 3DS not performing well. They've got to be a little more open to suggestion, right? I, I I'd like to believe. No, anyway. you would like to no. believe is the key part of that sentence. Fair enough. I would like to believe well, that I mean, unicorns exist. It's a it's a it's a DS it's a 3DS is resistive because of backwards compatibility with with the DS and DSI. Well, what, the hell ex- what the hell? What the hell? That's that it? one. Well, I guess we'll is, find out for real whether that was that was fact or fiction. Later. Is it cheaper if Nintendo's the only company on the planet still using them? Well, it's well, cheaper yeah, technology yeah, yeah. to begin with. N- Nintendo yeah. likes to make money. I guess. Anyway, it's a big deal because it's a big market title. This is kind of a Japanese title. There's not much to say about it other than I mean, we can't really have a conversation about it, right? Because we don't know jack about it. But well, I, I guess I would just say that it's a big deal that Nintendo's going to allow like an MMO on their system. I mean. For a, for a company that's not exactly known for their online uh, capabilities or infrastructure, it, this is pretty shocking. What's 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 funny to me about this is this also seems very similar um, to 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 Dragon to the Monster Hunter um, Joypad issue is that yet another gigantic name in Japanese video games is forcing Nintendo to do something that they would not typically do in order to make money. Move into the 21st century. Yeah. They're, they're, they are including well, a, a memory stick with the game because there's no memory on the system and they want to make sure people have the, like they want to make sure people have memories so they can spend money on that content. And, and allowing them to enforce a subscription model. That's yeah. very, very Well, didn't, didn't Smash Bros. Melee come with a memory card? No. No, Animal Crossing came with a memory Animal card. For oh, it was Animal Crossing. But because it was a memory card. card. It was like, just a regular memory card. Oh, okay. It was the same thing that you were already using for all your other games. Just one branded with Animal Crossing came with a free gift when you bought it. Oh, I see. Um, these memory sticks are something that will be completely new to anybody. This is going to be well, a USB drive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not something that we users have, have had a lot of reason to have had contact with. Unless you play a right. rock band. It's better than including a, it's better than including a, a SD card that you have to swap out. That's true. <laughs> But yeah, so this game will move us one step closer to that uh, Pokemon MMO that everyone's been wanting. Yes. Yeah. Good luck that'll, with that. That'll never happen, but that'd be awesome. License to print money, and they just won't do it. Yeah. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Let's move so, on. So, let's move on. Uh, the Ambassador Games came out last week. When we talked to you last week, we really hadn't had a chance to get our hands on these 25-year-old games yet. Um <laughs> But we've all done that now. We've all spent the arduous 17 oh God, clicks per game to that. download. And and uh, I'm curious if you guys have spent any time with any of these games. And All of them. I give them you, all a cursory play. but What uh, strikes your fancy thus far? I know, Mike, you've been playing Zelda 2. I've been playing Zelda 2. It's the only game on that list that I've really, like, really gravitated towards and played a lot of. And um, I had played Zelda 2 as a kid. I never owned it, but I played it at my friends' houses, and I like, like, watched my friends play it. And like I never knew <laughs> I never knew what to do. Like I never, I never even made it through the first. I never even made it out of the first temple when I was a kid. Wow! Like I just didn't understand because I didn't own the game, so I couldn't sit there and dissect it and figure it out. So I would just play it randomly at a friend's house, and I'd be like, "What am I doing?" Like it's not an even... easy game to figure out. But it's then not. Neither is, neither is the first Zelda really. But no, but I never played the first Zelda either. Yeah. So. But now that I've played, you know, now that I'm playing it now. Uh, it gets a, it gets a lot of shit. This game gets so much shit. I think it gets and more, deservedly so. I think it gets more. <laughs> Zach, think, shut your face. It gets shit for a a number of good reasons, but people have seemed to have taken those those couple of one or two things and torpedoed the whole game because of it. 
Yes. Like, it is very difficult. And that is a pervasive thing throughout the game. Um, and it is, it does not hold your hand in the slightest. You just have to, I mean, you could talk to some people in the towns and like sort of maybe have a 10% chance of piecing together what you're supposed <laughs> to do. And some of them lucky. will lie to you. Yeah. So, um, but it doesn't have any handholding at all. So you have to figure it out. But now in the modern day of facts, but I've only needed a fact like three or four times since I started and I'm on the maze Island. Um, what do you, what do you, now. what do you think of Link's six inch sword? Yeah, the sword that's, is that's too real short. helpful, right? Uh, th- th- it is. It is a little short, um, and it's very easy to take damage, and it's very hard to regain life. So you don't often get the ability to like zap people with the magic sword, which is like insanely useful. Yeah, you tend to lose it within like within a ten second. minutes of ten minutes of walking out of the palace, probably every time. And then and then there are but all I like the it. enemies. T- the sounds enemies like I hate this palace game. Who- the enemies in the palace who all have swords longer than the yours. Iron Knuckles. Iron, iron Knuckles, knuckles yes. Yeah. It's all about combat strategy, though. you got to figure out how to, are, how to attack the, them. The no, Stolfos are punk-ass bitches that are easy to kill. But the uh, the Iron Knuckles are The Iron Knuckles bitch. read your mind and switch up their shield and their sword before you can The react. trick at them is you have to jump and jump and attack forward at the same time and, and knock them on the top of the head with the sword mm. where they can't protect it. Brilliant. Uh, but I had I had to watch a YouTube video to learn that trick. Once so. they have projectiles, that gets a lot harder. Yeah, the yeah. silver iron knuckles are really difficult to to attack. Yeah. yeah, the red ones aren't so bad; they're just tougher. But the silver ones have projectiles, and that gets a lot yeah. a lot more. But difficult. I like the game. I really like, I really really super like the side-scrolling dungeons. If it weren't for the the iron knuckles, they would be perfect. I, I think, really I think enjoy it's, them. It's, it gets really easy to get lost in some of the later dungeons, especially. Yeah, I've like been pulling four, up. I've, I've been pulling up maps. Four, five, and six. The very, the very last dungeon in the game. I'm not sure how far you are at this point, Mike. But I'm on Maze Island, so I've, okay. I think I've beaten. I beat the first dungeon in the desert. Where's the second dungeon? I'm not Anyone? sure. I'm going to take this opportunity long? to say that I've gotten to the Firebird twice, and it always kills me, and I have no. Reason to try it? Yes, I have no reason to try again, because you have to hike across the world every time you die. That's the that's probably the most annoying thing to me, is having to hike across the world every time you die, and you probably eat up a, once you're like going out to West Hyrule or out, out to East Hyrule on the other side of the ocean. You're probably wasting a life just to get back over to that continent, yes. or oh, Zach, maybe not to get to the continent, but to get back up to that temple that you were in. You're probably losing a life to get there. Yeah, Zach, I don't, I don't mean to to throw spoilers at you, and I hope this is not a spoiler, but I'm pretty sure there's a spell that pretty much takes care of that firebird almost entirely. Oh, there is. It's lightning. Okay. I somehow missed with lightning. <laughs> That's not a thing that is possible to I know that's not a thing that's possible. It somehow <laughs> happened. I Are you be- sure you pressed the button that I launches the spell? I became enraged. Oh, Zach. The harder part of that endgame is, is the final, final boss, not that not that. Dark Link? Yeah, I, I'm yeah. so happy that I wasn't that guy able to get him. That guy is hard as shit. Um, the last dungeon entirely, though, is it's a giant fucking maze that I, when I, replay, I replayed this game two years ago. Uh, when I first started playing the Zelda games again from the beginning, and I was amazed at how much of it I remembered because it was all kind of very, very fuzzy, and I kind of stumbled across the very end of the last dungeon without really having to try that hard, but it was still kind of guesswork, and I don't know. 
the game is so difficult by that point that if trying to explore becomes a ch- incredibly frustrating because you die so quickly that if you don't, and you're like, and you're, go, I don't want to start a dungeon with less than three lives. So then you gotta right, go yeah. and kill yourself and walk halfway across the world again, risking death to get back to the start of the dungeon. Well, I'm curious to think to see what you'll think about the game once you're. Uh, once I might you're end up giving it. it up if it gets too difficult. Oh, give gotta, up! I'm gonna try and get through. through it. I, I don't I haven't found it overly difficult yet, though. Getting up Death Mountain to get the hammer, uh, that was painful. Yeah. Oh, I love how Death Mountain. Like, there's no sense of scale at all in the game. Do you so have the uh, just, just flat. Do you have the up thrust yet? Yes, I just got the up thrust, but the down thrust yeah. I find much more useful. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, the down thrust kills everything. Down thrust is also my favorite move in Smash Brothers. Yeah, it's amazing oh, in Smash yeah. Brothers as well. It's, it's everyone's favorite move in Smash Brothers, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so that's the only Ambassador game that I've seriously been playing. I played like five minutes of Metroid, um, and then I played that game probably, like, does not hold I probably up. Played, I'm like, sorry, it's another of Andy's yeah. favorites. It just um, I probably played I another it. five to ten minutes of all the other games um, just to check them out. Uh, Balloon Fight is just as I remember it. Ice Climbers uh, is an insult. Ice Climbers is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys like on the editing last week? You guys spent a lot of time talking about the games, and the one I chose to highlight as the cover, as the album art, was Ice Climber. <laughs> I saw Did that. This is such a I, piece of shit. That's awesome. Uh, Wrecking Crew is a game I'd never played, and I'm still not sure I entirely understand it. I, all you have to do is run around and knock everything over. I don't get. Wrecking I can't Crew. get past the first stage. I've destroyed everything, but it doesn't go to the next screen. There's just a little <laughs> robot running around. You must be missing one thing on there. Like, the ball. Exactly. Zach, you gotta cast lightning. Oh, shit. <laughs> Duh. Come on, Charmless Racer what, what Seven, is, get with it. What else oh, is in there? Wow. I haven't played. I haven't touched Zelda yet. I've been playing the second quest in Zelda. The first quest is a game that I don't have any problem with. I can, I can play through the first quest in Zelda One with my eyes closed an hour and a half. Um, but the second quest is putting me at the same level as everyone else because I don't remember shit about it. And so I have to kind of just explore until something looks familiar. I, I got through the second level, but I forgot an item which is necessary to get to the third level, um, which is the whistle. FYI. Spoiler alert. Uh, it's hard. I die a lot in Zelda 1. It's not an easy game. As it turns out. <laughs> it's, yeah, I no, thought it was really hard. I thought it get, was easy. They don't get easy until um, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. I never had a stomach so, for Link yeah. to the Past either because it's fucking difficult. I've actually I, always liked the dungeons in Zelda 1 a lot. I'm enjoying the second quest, but it's sometimes I, I just get overwhelmed by not knowing where the hell I'm going. I, I got the blue ring because I wandered around so damn much I had tons of money and then stumbled across the shop to buy it. Um, the big shield, and I got six hearts and the white sword, but I can't figure out how to get into the third uh, temple yet, so... You have to use lightning. Yeah. Uh, what else is in there? Yoshi um, is a terrible game. Yoshi. Yeah, I, I don't like know Yoshi. why. Why didn't they include Yoshi's Cookie or Doctor Mario? Because it's Mario. a Super Nintendo game. Yoshi is actually the game that I was more familiar with than Yoshi's Cookie. Believe it or not, I played Yoshi well, quite a bit when I was in college. Why is it not? Again, why? Why is it not Doctor Mario? I guess because they want you to buy the DSi version. That's probably because there's part no of it, reason yeah. for it to be Yoshi. And no. I think there is an NES version of Yoshi's Cookie. Yeah, there is. Oh, there is there? Okay. It's yep, not. It's like a stripped down version, though. It's bad. Um, Metroid is a game that I actually spent a little bit of time playing Metroid, just kind of messing around with passwords that I found online. Uh, 
Here's something that we didn't actually end up posting on the website. We're going to maybe uh, post a feature on it soon. But if you enter the password into Metroid that says, Engage Ridley, motherfucker, <laughs> you will lock your 3DS up. That's awesome. Yeah. So Is, what that. did that password, <laughs> did that password do anything in the original? It reset the game in the original. Um, and, and Engage and, Ridley, motherfucker? <laughs> engage Ridley, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a it's real a, password? If you put it in, it will lock your 3DS up to the point where you have to do a hard... Power on, hard power. What hard it, power in off. the original, it reset the game as in it erased the. Well, there was no save battery, so it just, well, like, just reset it just the game. Took it, like, you back to the, to the title screen. It'd yeah. be like hitting the reset button on the front of the console. I posted an email thread about it, and Aaron Kaluska, our IT guru, <laughs> spent some time looking into it. There, there's a text file out there on ye old internet that dissects character by character how the Metroid password works. Oh. Um, so if you're at all interested in like password technology and cryptography and the way that kind of thing gets put together and how that might work. So, like, work. this letter in this space means this variable, this letter in this space means this variable? Well, there's that, but there's also, like, like one one of the characters shifts everything, and one of the, and the, like, the last five bits are all, like, encryption. Um, so, it's, it's not quite as easy as just picking a letter to make your, yeah. your own password. Right. Right. But, the people who are very good at deciphering this have built applications that are available via download or just online for you to basically go and build your own password. This is so cool. I spent <laughs> most of my work morning last Monday <laughs> reading so about cool. This. You're blowing my mind. No, seriously. That I they think reverse this... engineered the Metroid password system it's so you can, you can put in what you want and get out the result that you want. Well, and I had never heard about the, Nar- the Narpus Sword password. Have you guys heard about Narpus Sword? No. It's, it's the debug password for the game. So, like, basically, the last like, what, five characters or so of the password are all, like, it's, it's the checksum. If you don't know what checksum means, it's basically a code that verifies whether or not the password that you put in is valid or not. So it doesn't have to check the entire password, it just checks, like, it, yeah. it, it compares it. And if, if the two are equal, then then it's a valid password. Narpus Sword, which is N-A-R-P-A-S-S-W-O-R-D-0, and then zeros across the bottom, that is the only password you can put into Metroid that does not have a valid checksum, but still clears it anyway, which basically means it's the only password that's hard-coded into the game. Hmm. It's not a password that is verified by the system in any way. It's just built in. It's like a backdoor. Um, and basically, it's a god code. In fact, it's kind of interesting because you get a weapon with that password that you, that's not available in the actual game. It's a combination of the wave and ice beams. Sweet. It's, it, looks, it acts like the ice beam, but it looks kind of like a particle from the wave beam. Um, and basically, from what I read, it's, it's it's the it's the result of what happens to the game when you try to get both of them at the same time, which the game is not equipped to handle. Wow, it's it That's was wild. a pretty interesting read. Like, there's a lot of things you you can make the game unbeatable if you if you mess the password up. You can make it so Ridley and Crate have already been beaten, but their statues can't be activated or something like that. You can make it so um, the 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 power ups that you need to progress are gone. Because the game thinks you already have them, but you don't actually have them. So you can you can configure the game to hell and gone. Uh, That's so cool. Starting location, amount of time played to so get the ending that you want. It's 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 so, insane. One more question back to this engage Ridley motherfucker. Is it just coincidence that that password happens to do that? Pretty much. Gotta that's be. Pretty much. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't and it? That's just. I mean, it could have been like. Engurge, ride, murder, you know, and it could have been like, like off by a couple characters and no one would say anything, but the exact well, also, sequence. 
It's probably not the only password that will do that. It's just the right. only password that's notable that'll do that because of what it says. <laughs> so yeah, I, I spent I spent a bit of time. I didn't actually put the password into my own 3DS. I watched some videos of it on YouTube to be satisfied that it actually did it. Um, but I spent a bit of time playing Metroid just because I was like making my own passwords up and trying out that Narpus sword, which does work on on the on the emulated version on 3DS. And of course, the old Justin Bailey password works as well. Um, I think Justin Bailey is another random password that works because once again, that Narpus sword is the only one that's hard coded into the game to work every time um, without having to, to 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 validate. But Metroid is another game that I you know I, I enjoy playing it. I recognize that it has a lot of flaws, but none of them really bother me because I played through the game enough to know where everything is at and to not have to worry about exploring. So the difficulty is not really an issue. You know what you know what kills me about that game every time I play it. The first two um, vertical shafts that look identical, and you just kind of have to figure out which doors get you places. That that just kills the game yeah. for me. I don't I don't two, know why. The, the first two what? The first two vertical shafts. The first two vertical shafts that you come to. They're very. They're pretty basically identical looking. Well, one of them they're is blue. One of them shaft. is green, isn't it? What? One of them is blue and one of them is green, isn't it? No. They're both blue. There's two blue ones at the start. Hmm. That's okay. what's, yeah, it's just, be just kills it for me. Like, I really I don't want to do this, so I turn it off, and then I play Super Mario Brothers, which is still good. And yeah. is probably the only worthwhile Ambassador game on that collection. Oh, no way. You for, you're yeah. forgetting Open Tournament Golf. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I actually haven't game. even... I haven't touched it yet. I only I only ever played NES Golf, which I thought was good. But Open Tournament Golf basically it adds two another two that's two more courses, and it adds like a name registry for high scores, and it adds like a tournament mode, and like it has a lot of shit over NES Golf, hmm. so it's pretty good. If well, you, plus regardless of your feelings for Star or um, Zelda Two, I mean the original Zelda is worth having. I think so. It is, but I have it a hundred other ways. Yeah. Sure, I have all, I have all the worthwhile now. games a hundred other ways. And that's that's one of the things that bugs me about this ambassador program. I, I got the ambassador games when I was in the hospital and I didn't know what the other five games were and I thought when I when I saw what they are I was thinking, Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like some some golf game and balloon fight and you know, Yoshi? You've got what to be kidding you, uh, me. What would you have wanted that wasn't there? You know, Cur- how about Kirby's Adventure? Yeah, Kirby would be good. Yeah. Kirby's or, uh, it's surprising that they included two yeah. Zelda games, yet no Kirby game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or Kid Icarus would have made sense to kind of punch like out, pimp the upcoming punch one. out. Yeah, punch out well, would be great. I will not be surprised if Punch Out ends up getting a 3D classic remake, which is why they've not put it in the ambassador. How about the How about the original Castlevania, which was published See, by Nintendo? I would love for there to be third party titles in these ambassadors. Well, Nintendo. I'm sure Konami owns the rights to that game again. Well, that's yeah, probably true. Back. But but my point is, you could go. I mean, look, you could go with Wrecking Crew. Or Kirby's Adventure, you know. Well, actually, when there, you think about there it, there are better alternatives for almost all of these games. When you think about it, a lot of the games that we'd really probably want to see, like a lot of the games that we got, I don't really think any of them would make good 3D classics. Maybe golf, maybe, mm. but probably not even really golf. So they didn't want to put anything in that they're going to end up releasing as a 3D classic. Plus, if they gave us Kirby, wouldn't wouldn't we be here just saying like, okay? And they gave us Kirby again. We played Kirby how many different ways? Yeah, but Kirby's Whereas Adventure. Like, you... How many times have we played that? Well, it just well, came out guess... on 
Virtual Console for Game Boy. Well, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, no, no. Kirby, Kirby's Adventure, Mike. The NES oh, the game. The second one. That's right. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I have it, so I always assumed people played it a lot. But I think Kirby's Adventure is, is good, probably but... a lesser-known Kirby game of the Kirby games. So let's put it on the Ambassador yeah, program. One of them. Here's here's what I, here's how I see it, Zach. They they gave us of the ten games, and probably this will be mirrored on the GBA. Uh, of the ten oh. games that they gave us, like what four of our marquee titles: Zelda, Zelda Two, Metroid, uh, Mario. Maybe maybe golf. I don't not know. Not golf. Not golf. Okay. Four of the four of the ten are marquee titles. So basically, they gave us four games that, that will they, play. They could they could be relatively sure we would rebuy if they were released independently, free. Yeah. They probably figured that's probably good enough that we can give them six of whatever the it's hell else we have titles. laying around. Yeah. That they're not going to complain too much if they if. if yeah, we give them Wrecking Crew, and no one wants it. No one's gonna, no one's clamoring for Wrecking Crew, but they bundle it with these four marquee titles. I think their idea is we need to balance this out so that we can still release shit that they'll buy later. Hmm. Like they're not gonna give us all of the games that they're gonna, that they could release later. Now with free. the Game Boy Advance games, they're saying that it sounds like they don't really have any plans to put non-ambassador GBA games on the system, though. For now, sounds like yeah, it's now. hard to it's so hard it to believe to that's like, long term. Plus but. the all the GBA games that they've announced, well, they may not all be marquee titles. They're all good titles. Right. That's the thing is there are a lot fewer GBA games that I don't want than there are NES games. Sure. Like yeah. it's got a most of the other most of the other GBA games. I mean, I can't think of that many first party GBA games. Right. Like. There's there's all the Mario's and all those are perfectly acceptable, but like how many throwaway first party games are there on GBA? Mario there's Bros. A Donkey Kong, F Zero, F Zero, the second one, GP, whatever. Yeah, the second um, one. Even F Zero Maximum Velocity to a degree. By the um, time by the time GBA came out, we were at a point in the in Nintendo's history where they weren't really developing throwaway titles anymore. Yeah. So I mean. They were developing assuming, B titles and A titles at that point. Assuming yeah. that we're still only getting first-party titles, which I think is probably a given, I think there's just less there's less noise to filter through on on GBA. I would sure. imagine the ten the ten hey, titles will be higher quality, top to bottom. Are they going to try and pass Four Swords off as one of no. these ambassador no, games? No, 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 because it's I available it. to everybody. Yeah. Plus, and it's available for even just regular DS owners, right. isn't it? It's yeah, not, it's, yeah, not, it's going to uh, be like S3DS. Right. They're going to make it like a 3DS where... I, really, no, I think really, it is 3DS really, exclusive. I really, really hope they will put online play. Maybe I think not. it's going to be, be on DSi, too. Oh, DSi. It is, I mean, yeah. Okay. He stressed that. that so it's we'll, have, we'll have to transfer it over. Well, well, no, you can just buy oh, okay. it. You can buy oh, DSiWare yeah. on the 3DS. And, and one more thing I want to say about these ambassador games. It's borderline unacceptable to me that they don't have the same functionality that the virtual handheld games do. Let me create a restore point. How hard is that? Yeah, that'll make Zelda 2 way easier when that functionality gets added. Speaking speaking of of functionality in general, uh, here's a fun trick. Uh, Load up Super Mario Brothers and hit select and then start for a two-player game, and then Luigi's turn comes up, and you're fucked. No, you hit... Well, um, don't you just pass it to your buddy? No, there, there's a button combination. It's in the manuals for them. It's like... Really? L and, it's like L and R plus Y swaps between player one and player two. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, and they, they, okay, said, once, okay. they said once the final versions come out, you'll be able to... You download them for free, and it'll be fine. But you know what? We should yeah, have gotten the final version. 
Why didn't we get the final version? How hard is this? Uh, my guess would be that they were planning to release all of these. This was going to be a pre-planned thing. Oh, we're going to start selling NES games, and they were going to wait until the holidays to do it. So they gave themselves like a November deadline to get these games finished, and then shit tanked. And they said, what can we do right now? Well, we can release these games, but we haven't built that two-player feature into them yet, and we haven't gotten save states working on them yet. And Nintendo said, fuck it, do it anyway, and we'll update them later. We just got to get something out now. The answer to your question, Zach, is probably not difficult at all, but it wasn't done yet, and they weren't going to delay it. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather have, I mean, would you rather have waited and gotten no, no games until November when they were ready to have the full features, or would you rather get them 90% completed now and wait it out for the rest anyway? I guess. Quit making sense. <laughs> I want to bitch and moan. I am the anti-Neil. <laughs> That's why we need you here, Zach. That's right. So we got one last thing to talk about. We're going to go over it really quick because it's getting kind of late over here. Um, this is the last time you are going to hear the newscast as is. Oh, no. The way we've been doing it. We're, 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 we're done with this. Yeah, uh, fuck this show. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I think the idea Ow, is... It's all the listeners' fault. Of, we're tired of all your bitchy listener mail. And, no, I'm kidding. I'm I'm, to- I'm totally kidding. No, please um, send it. We love your bitchy letters. Yeah, send more and more. Please do. We're going to have a new address for you, I think. We're, we're changing up the format of the show a little bit. We're going to take a week off. Next week, we're going to hit you up a week from uh, Saturday on the 21st, I believe. Is that right? So two weeks from Saturday. No, uh, well, 24th. A, okay, yeah. 24th right. is the planned, the planned release date of the first episode of um, what we are going to be calling NWR Connectivity. Whoa. Uh, which is sort of the, the 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 running theme of our new show, and we'll have more details when the episode actually launches. But in the meantime, um, it's been fun to do newscasts over these last two years. It's been really about, has it. You guys are just fucking chores. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's always kind of a pain in the ass when Zach ends up in the hospital for six months and have to do the newscast <laughs> without him. But yeah, dude. What a jerk. Seriously. Get get your health right, seriously. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you need to know where your priorities lie, Zach. And us and not your personal well-being. At Screw the end that. of the day, we we couldn't do newscasts without Nathan. It didn't feel right. <laughs> That's right. So if you're interested in uh, in participating in the new episode, send us a uh, some email. We'll maybe read your listener mail off uh, on the on, on the new show. I just got an idea. It's... We're, we're going to set up a Skype voicemail line. There you go. Oh, That's Lord. a fantastic idea. Um, lots of lots of new stuff so, to come. But... So now instead of making fun of your writing, we'll just make fun of your uh, voices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy talks funny. Could this guy be any more Midwestern? <laughs> oh, I see, Zach. I see. This guy sounds so <laughs> Midwestern jokes. This guy, this guy sounds so Delawarean. Delaware, Delaware, Delawarean, Atlantic. Really, it's all just the Atlantic. What's this guy from Anchorage? Shit. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, so the goal of this uh, this new show it's is a just Texan. Kind of, just hang up. <laughs> is to uh, to better connect uh, you, the listener, to uh, to the site and to all of us, not just the newscast crew, but all the writers at uh, NWR. And uh, at the end of the day, the, the show really needs to serve as a conduit to the website, and I think we can we can do a better job of that by sort of we're going to focus a little bit more on the content that's on the site and bring on more people from the staff that you don't hear that often. Uh, and, and as much and, as much fun as we have on this show, I think we're gonna get we're gonna have more fun because we're gonna be more creative on this new version. And we're gonna have more voices. We're not we're not all gonna be on 
the entirety of every episode, but we're all going to be on at least the beginning part of every episode. But you'll hear more about that when we actually launch. So um, with that, I think that's a that's a, that's newscast. a newscast. It's the last. It's the last a newscast, guys. And 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 Neil did really want to be here for this last newscast, but unfortunately, oh oh, he, uh... real quick before we before we go, he had a, his he Wait. wanted to say something about Mar- or Star Fox oh, sixty four three D. His quote: "My thoughts on Star Fox sixty four three D. It's fucking Star Fox sixty four, but way prettier." So, <laughs> oh, and the next time that... uh, next time you hear from Neil, he'll be an honest Wait, man. Why isn't Neil here, Andy? Why isn't Neil here? Because he's getting he's, married. He's getting married. He, that's too, is putting his personal life ahead of that's yeah, right. cast. It's not that's right. None of this, none of this would, bullshit. That's not happening on Connectivity. I was, I was going to make... For any reason, you're out. I was going to make fun of him because <laughs> he said in an email he feels like shit. Well, I just got out of the hospital, Neil, and I'm fucking here. <laughs> Burn. That's Zach, right. Every time I leave the hospital, I'm, I'm make the same joke about getting a punch card. Like, one of these <laughs> days, it's going to be apt. Dude, well, they... Zach, Zach wasn't even released. He just snuck out. He's still, like, in that's the, right. like, the outfit... <laughs> I'm on the lamb. What, Mike? Is your 10th surgery free? <laughs> they know my name at the lab, which is a little scary. They don't even have me fill out the form for my insurance. <laughs> They're just like, oh, you were here yesterday. Oh, hey, how you they doing? Have, they have you on the retinal scanner. Hi, just, Zach. You, you, oh, Jesus. you just look into the door, and, then, and they let you in. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically All right, guys. It, yeah. This has been fun. We'll see you in a few weeks. Uh, don't leave us. Same feed. Don't leave us. Please don't leave us. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.